Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right, Arnold Schwarzenegger, wearing jeans from Walmart on the red carpet. Also, would you rather live next door to President Obama or Justin Bieber? Ooh, that's a good question. Get into that here in a minute. But first, let's begin the Sour Z News with Mariah Carey this morning. Yeah, um, what a disaster that was. And I, oh, I was so uncomfortable for her. It was so hard to watch on New Year's Eve. This could very easily be the most memorable act on Dick Clark's New Year's Eve Rock and Eve with Ryan Seacrest. What was your assessment of year. what happened there when you were watching? What did you As think happened? I was happened? watching, um, she just looked like this lost little puppy. She just didn't know what was going on. She seemed very confused. There was music playing. She was supposed to be singing along or singing to it. Do you ever watch? And there was nothing. Like a live uh, live performance like that, and they like missed the first beat into right. the song. That's what I thought happened. I was like, oh, she'll just restart. She'll pick it up. Nope. Yeah, uh, but I felt like she, What I felt like her, you know how everyone on the planet has a backing vocal now. Mm-hmm. I feel like her backing vocal did not turn on, and it threw her off, and she was like, I'm not going to sing because she obviously can't sing live anymore. Right. Hmm. That's what it felt like to me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's listen to it. You want to analyze the audio or you got sure, uh, if you've got some audio? I mean, I'm sure there's some people that have not seen this yet. Yeah. I mean, that's what she said. She mm-hmm. said there was a problem with her earpiece and she couldn't hear and ended up walking off the stage. This is her kind of melting down, trying to sing emotion. Walking around the stage. So we'll just say it went to number one, and that's what it is. Okay. Feels like a. She's doing okay for a split second there. We're missing some of this logo, but it is what it is. (laughs) Okay, so she obviously can't hear. I'm gonna say let the audience sing, okay? See, I just, at this point, you know, you're Mariah Carey. I feel like you can do whatever you want. I'd be like, guys, stop, 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 stop. You know, th- obviously, I can't hear what's going on. This is uh-huh. bad. This Let is, me just do it a cappella. Yeah, I'll just something. do it a cappella because right. I'm Mariah freaking Carey and right. I can. <laughs> but that's how, not what happened. How no. could her dancers hear what was going on, but she couldn't? It's true. Her dancers Everybody did claim was... that they could hear yeah. the monitors. Yeah, because they kept going. Right. They kept going. 
Well, whatever it was, there was some sort of technical difficulty, whether it was a piece of equipment or just Mariah's brain kind of not working properly. But, uh, yeah, the first song is what you were just playing. She complained about not being able to hear her backing track. Right. She said, at one point, we didn't have a sound check, but it's New Year's, baby. That's okay. So then she started, there actually was a second song after that. Okay. She started fake singing the second one, and then I abruptly stopped. So when you say fake singing, like what we're listening Let's to sing. right now is just... Is the backing track. That's the, the track. backing track. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't mean it when I said I didn't love you so. I should have held on tight. I never should have let you go. I didn't know nothing. I was stupid. I was foolish. I was lying to myself. I couldn't have fathomed that would ever be without your love. That sounds pretty good. Because it's, well, it's the album. It's the album version of the song. <laughs> wow. And she even told the crowd ahead of time that she would go ahead and give it a go because the backing track was the, the full album version. So afterward, her rep said... Mariah, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay, because this is where supposedly the live vocal just stopped and the song kept going, and that's where it was revealed that she was totally lip-syncing, mm-hmm. according to the notes on that. But go mm-hmm. ahead. I'm sorry to have interrupted. Okay, well... Mariah told the producers ahead of time that her in-ear monitors weren't working, but they didn't do anything about it. So her rep also accused them of setting her up to fail for ratings during the later West Coast feed. Ah. Knowing that people would be talking about it and, yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you, about, I mean, the second it happened, you know, I was my phone was blowing up from people on the East Coast that were saying, oh, oh. man. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is awesome. <laughs> but I was like, we'll never see it because I figured they would fix it later. No, and Mariah's people tried to get the producers to cut the performance from the West Coast broadcast, but they were like, no, we're not going to do that. So her manager said, an exec said he couldn't do it. I asked him why would they want to run a performance with mechanical glitches unless they just want eyeballs at any expense. It's not artist friendly. But the producer said they had no involvement in the situation and that allegations that they'd intentionally sabotaged her performance were defamatory, outrageous, and frankly absurd. You know so. what else was weird, too, though? It's like when they brought everyone up on the stage for the countdown, like they had DNC E up there, they had Gloria Stefan, and then Mariah was kind of at the end. I felt like she also pulled a diva moment and just walked off the stage then. Like it was live, and they cut to the group of all of them uh-huh. getting ready to do the countdown, and she just bailed. Because she was stuck on the end. She was mad, maybe. Bring the feathers on. Yes! And, and you just don't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, 
that there's questions, you know, did she refuse to do a sound check before? Is that why it wasn't working properly? Her people are saying she was there and wanted to do a sound check. There was plenty of time, but it didn't happen. Well, let's so this get, is back and forth. Let, let's bring an expert in and uh, to talk about this. <laughs> Tim Timmerman. All right. So yes. Is with the Jeff and Jen Skeptic Society. <laughs> she she has had some uh, rough go here in the last couple we- weeks with her fiance. She was suing and all this stuff, right? Uh, she's got this reality show. How do you get people to watch reality show? You have to have have content on it and blunders are big and so what you do is you do this and guess who was the first person to talk after she did that who? the guy that puts together the kardashian show who's an expert in all of this <laughs> mr ryan seacrest <laughs> guys i'm just saying i think you have wow. some very valid just points saying. I do. Because- I, w- I watched three episodes of her reality show. I did do a little bit of research on that after the fact because it is available on demand. And it's funny to me because they s- kind of set up the whole show being like, Mariah is not a diva. And that's all that you kind of see from her is her a, trying to uh, prove her- to everybody that she's not a diva. Yes. Well, here's and here's what I have heard. I have not seen her reality show. But is she actually poking fun at herself? I mean, is this like... I think she thinks she is, uh-huh. but she's not. It's one of those things where she, everyone around her is like, oh my God, you are totally not the most you know, excessive person on this tour. The dancers are just so crazy and they're so demanding. Why are you the less diva one? I mean, you should watch one episode she's of it. She's trying to portray herself uh, yes. as someone. And then, yeah. then she shows how she's living on a yacht out in the middle of the Mediterranean with her two kids. And then her fiance at the time is in a different yacht. And she has to get her shoes put on her feet for her. She has to get picked up from her boat and put on another boat to take her over to his private yacht. Oh, see, Jen, you're not the only one. Man, I, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of like... Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be. <laughs> I mean, just the ridiculous. I have someone that puts my shoes on for well, me. Well, and then they follow that <laughs> clip up with a with a video of them going, we came from nothing. Well, it, that was a tough night for her. This is, uh, look, I know she's Mariah Carey, and I know she's considered music royalty, but you've got to start showing up for these rehearsals because that's the second nationally televised public appearance from a huge <laughs> event in the middle of New York City. Let's not forget about what happened at Rockefeller Center. Yeah. During that uh, oh, Christmas right. tree lighting thing. So you got two in a row here. And there is more E! News coming up next with Jeff and Jen. Who would you rather live next door to, President Obama or Justin Bieber? Plus, Arnold Schwarzenegger making his big-time television debut on The Apprentice and wearing jeans from Walmart on the red carpet. That's all straight ahead. But first, Tori has got your Q102, carryautomotive.com traffic. <laughs> I took uh, I took social media off my phone. I don't. Uh, it's too much. Like you just you know you walk around and just look at it all day. They did Facebook. They did a good job. It's a real good company. And <laughs> Facebook's just too much. Everybody. It's either everybody's best or worst days of their life. You know, like you're either like I'm getting married or my house is on fire. No one's no one's like today's normal. Nothing happened. Uh, I have no strong opinions about anything. My, my wife gets mad because uh, she was like, you don't like any of my photos on Facebook. And it's like, is this not enough? Like us just being married and living together. And it's like, you know, how much? And I did like it. When we took it, I said, I like that photo. Like I, I told you that. I'm in the photo. There's not much more than I can do in this photo's life. Six thirty-eight, Jeff and Jen, we got rain. 
rain, and more rain. And then we got with scattered a, showers this afternoon. With a little more rain. Right. Yeah. Most cloudy skies, high 57. Right now, 55 with Jeff and Jen. The real estate website, Zillow, held a survey to find out which celebrities Americans would most and least like to live next door to. <laughs> and the Obamas topped the list as celebrities people would most like to live next door to, while Justin Bieber was the least desirable neighbor. Uh, you know, we haven't heard anything in a long time about him being a rotten neighbor. You just got to be friends with them so you get invited to the parties. Right, I want to go to the parties. I don't know. I, I think Justin may be maturing. Might be growing up and therefore becoming a little less boring as far as entertainment news goes. Right. I mean, <laughs> listen to how crumpy and crotchety he get when people scream too loud at his concerts now, you know? He's kind of like an old man. yelling at me. <laughs> right? He even said that. Remember, that was the last confrontation he had with photographers. He was like, guys, we got to yell. Stop yelling. <laughs> right here. You know, I, you just take, can you just take your pictures without having to scream at me? Can we please use our inside voices? Exactly. So I don't know. There's been some kind of transformation with him, but I kind of like it. You're feeling closer to him now. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, the rest of the world will be along shortly. Did you guys see any celebs when you were out in L.A.? No. You, were one. you scouting for I, Bieber? God, I thought I saw one, but I didn't. I thought, oh, God, now I can't. Paul Rudd. I thought I saw oh. Paul Rudd, but I did not. That would have been fun. Oh, God. Yeah, I was like really excited there for a moment. He's so cute. Mm -hmm. did I you? saw. Uh, is it Ed Norton or Ed Norton yeah. Jr. or someone? I think he's so sexy. Ed yeah. Norton? He was, yes. he was on one of the hiking trails. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah, How I, close did you get to him? Oh, literally, like, walked right by. Like, you couldn't mistake him. You walked past him? Yeah. Nice. And was he, he by just, himself? He was by himself. He's so adorable. He's Would not I make eye him. contact, but it was like, oh, You're like, hey, like Ed, can I get a selfie? You didn't ask him to ah. take a photo? No. Mm -hmm. Was he like most famous people? Was he really thin? Yes. Yeah. And in wicked good shape. Ugh. Wow. So jealous. He was out hiking. Yeah. <laughs> so is Jeff. That's right. Well, good for you. <laughs> slight difference in <laughs> fitness levels. Oh. Been doing a little longer than I have. Oh, too funny. Yeah. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger, did you guys watch it last night? It was the premiere of The Apprentice? No, and I meant to. I, I was just curious, and I heard it was actually pretty good. Yep. He does not say you're fired, of course. He says, you're terminated, now get to the chopper. That, <laughs> and Can I just tell you that they made such a big deal about what his catchphrase was going to be, uh -huh. and I'm amazed that it hadn't leaked, but that was that's his thing now, I well, guess. That's so, the, you're terminated, that's so obvious. I mean, wasn't yeah. that an obvious one, really? I want to hear him execute Carrie, it. You participated the least in the whole thing. You maybe have... By the way, he's talking to Kerry Keegan. Mm -hmm. ...watched previous shows... And those that were quiet stayed on for a longer period of time, but that's not the way I handle things. Who is taking the most risks is really what it comes down to. So therefore, Carrie, you're terminated. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> and what's funny is they actually do go to a chopper. Oh, like a helicopter? Yes, they have a chopper standing by. Oh, that's better than so just that's kind of fun. some so, limo. Yeah. But he did, uh, he did one of those 25 things you didn't know about me lists for Us Weekly. And I always think these are these are kind of fun. Uh, he says, I was originally meant to play the good guy, Kyle Reese, in The Terminator, with O.J. Simpson playing The Terminator. 
Hmm. He says, I have a mini horse, Whiskey, who comes into my house and steals my oatmeal and protein powder. Mm. Oh, that's funny. I paint my own Christmas cards. I grew up in Austria without a phone, running water, or a flushing toilet. I love shopping at Walmart. I've worn jeans from Walmart on a red carpet. How about that? Isn't that crazy? I'm going to paint my own Christmas cards. I would love that. (laughs) (laughs) Will it be finger paints or watercolor? Uh, Whatever inspires me in in the moment, yes. Nice. Charcoals. And I got to tell you guys, I have been so sad over the deaths that occurred over Christmas. I mean, George Michael broke my heart and we still don't know what happened there. And then Carrie Fisher. I know. You were my first text when that came down. I was like, are you okay? Oh, well, I got her book and I read it. And she was a very interesting lady. I mean, she... Ah, I told you, she's pretty fascinating. Well, she's dark. She's very, very, very dark. And it's it's an interesting read. You don't get a whole lot about details of the affair with Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. but... You do get a lot of what she was thinking and feeling, and most of it in the form of poetry. So it's so you loved it, yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was a little. It her writing style is very different. She goes off on on these tangents sometimes, and it's kind of like, okay, where is she going? What is she talking about? Uh, using very flowery language, which I I do enjoy using myself on occasion, but she it, it's kind of tough to get through to get through yeah i kept waiting for there to be like stories of what what happened but there's not a lot of stories about what happened i thought she was pretty entertaining i heard some interviews from her just you know in the past few weeks right before she died and i always thought she was just very engaged very <laughs> interesting lady led a, led a very interesting life and didn't know that she was working as much as she was she was considered a hollywood script doctor she made a big, large portion of her salary came from fixing scripts. People would bring scripts to her mm-hmm. that had potential that they thought they could rework, and she would just have the magic touch mm-hmm. and was often uncredited in mm-hmm. making those scripts become you know much more successful movies. So who knew mm-hmm. that? But she was like one of those Hollywood jacks of all trades. It was very sad to see that her mom passed and away the next day. The next day, but, the next day and yeah. it, you know. her mom had been ailing oh. for a while though. But did I mean, but she was at the mom was at the brother's house and said to the brother, I want to be with Carrie. And 15 minutes later has a stroke. She just died. They're very sad. I loved her and singing in the rain. That's one of my like favorite movies that not a lot of people watch, but it's a great film. Well, that is your latest e-news for now. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got a classic second date update for you. Also, we'll have three headlines, two fake, one real. Guess the real headline to win. Faker for real is coming up as well. As we kick off 2017, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. So uh, about every Tuesday and Thursday around this time, we bring you one of our classic second date updates that you may very well have missed the first time around, especially if you don't normally have a chance to listen to us at a later time. Go on a date, you get blown off with no explanation, and you want to know why, right? Well, Christine is looking for a second date update with Bill. And we'll try to get to the bottom of this for Christine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Second Date Update. Tell us about Bill. How'd you meet Bill? I met Bill at Liberty Town Center. They were doing one of those taste of events. 
Taste of Liberty Center. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's a regular thing, but I was out to dinner there a while back, and they had yeah in the in like the little courtyard. It's not a huge area, but yeah, they had all kinds, and I think it was free. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it was an actual event. It wasn't like you were trolling the mall for a man. No, no. Gotcha. <laughs> I was just there for that. We were both in line for the sugar plates, and we just started chatting, very casual. And I totally recognized this girl he was with. It turns out it was his sister. And she and I have a couple of mutual friends. Mm. She's really cool. And he was super friendly. And he was asking me all kinds of questions and cracking jokes. and Just taking a general interest in you. Yeah. He was just really super friendly and mm-hmm. funny. And I liked him, like, immediately. Cool. So there was live music, and there was a pretty good crowd there, but I kept running into him, so I ended up giving him my number. Because when you then, keep running into someone that you get along with, that's kind of a sign. You know what? We're, we're destined to at least hang out, so let's do yeah, this. Here's my sure. number. All right. So he texted me later that night, and he asked me to go to dinner with him. We met up a couple days later at Kona Grill for sushi. Mm-hmm best date I've had in a super, super long time. Cute and funny, and I was comfortable with him. He seemed really relaxed, and he was pretty touchy-feely, like had his hand on me. I thought he liked me, and we were there for like three hours, just talking and laughing, and then he walked me back to my car, and he kissed me on the cheek, and he said he'd talk to me later, and I texted him to say thanks for a great time, and he has not called or texted or anything, and I don't get it. Like, I thought we had a great time. I thought all the signs were there, so I'm very kind of flummoxed about this. Mm-hmm. Well, flummoxed is a new word. I think that that's is. the first time we've ever had flummoxed. We've had a lot of things. On the Jeff and Jen Morning Show yeah. second date update. However, the me. ingredients <laughs> to the date are very common and almost a daily thing here. It's this, you know, we, we got along. He was touchy-feely. He's cute. He's mm-hmm. nice. He's smiling. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. The way it ended, though, is always we always take a very close look at how these dates end. And he said to you, I'll talk to you later. That was a direct quote, right? <laughs> yes. He said he would talk to me later. Okay want to be sure and at no point during this date did anything go weird no all right just giving you a chance to rethink that yeah i mean here here would be my question here here's where i would be suspect because he was very very friendly he was very relaxed he was very comfortable he was touching you all over the place even at your very first meeting when he was standing there with his sister he took a, a really strong interest in you did he feel like just a really nice guy? Or, or was he, he on Molly? Like... <laughs> or did you get the feeling that maybe he's a player? Um, I didn't get the feeling he was on Molly, <laughs> and I did not get the feeling he was a player. All right. He just felt like a very comfortable man. Like he had a confidence about him that he was just, yeah, he was just confident and comfortable with himself and comfortable touching me it didn't cool. feel like gross or forced or weird it just felt natural gotcha yeah. all right here's what we'll do we'll take a break we'll get the phone number from you and we'll call bill and find out what he thought of you after that first date at kona grill coming up next with jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 <laughs> 
Christine met Bill at Liberty Town Center. They were having one of their Taste of events, and they happened to be in line for, I guess, one of the vendors where she uh, sparked up a conversation with a guy who was there with his sister, a sister that Christine recognized because they had mutual friends. So a uh, great conversation ensues with the three of them, especially between Bill and Christine. So they finally exchanged numbers and went out to dinner a couple of nights later, and it went extremely well. When the date was over, Christine said he gave her a hug and said, I'll talk to you later. Am I right on the hug, or was there a kiss, or was it, or was there not even a hug? Did no, I make that up in my head? Just a hug. That's just a hug, just a hug. But he did say he would talk to you later. You text yeah. him back and say, thanks so much for the night. That was so much fun. And he never responded, correct? Correct. And, yeah. you, and you have not tried to uh, reach out to him since. Is that also correct? Correct. I have no further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> it seems like a very cut and dry case here. We're going to go ahead and call Bill. Three hours, such a long time to spend with somebody I and know. then just not have any sort of answer. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Bill. Uh, who's this? Bill, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm sorry if we're catching you at a bad time, but uh, the reason we're we're calling, the reason we're reaching out to you is uh, because it turns out we have a we have a friend in common. We know someone. We do. That you know. Sorry, sorry are you radio Jeff and Jen? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, it's just a little early for me. That's okay. Did we wake you up? Did we get you out of bed? No, but you're the first person I talked to today. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, are, are you cool with coming on our show by phone here for just a couple of minutes so we can talk about our mutual friend? Who's our mutual friend? Christine. Went to Kona Grill. Christine Kona Grill. No, I, I know Chris. Oh, I know what this is. You're the guys who do this kind of thing, huh? <laughs> we are. It's a second date update call. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so yeah. here's what happened. is She called us and she said, I met this really cool guy at Liberty Town Center at their Taste Up event. And we ended up making a date for a couple nights later. And he's awesome. And I really thought that we, we were getting along well. And I sent him a text thanking him for the night. And I never heard back from him. And she doesn't want to bug you. But at the same time, I think she's a little disappointed that she hasn't heard from you, which is why she's enlisted us to do this second date update, all in fun. Mm-hmm. I apologize if it feels like we're putting you on the spot. That's not our intention. We just were hoping that you would fill us in on on why you don't seem interested, or or maybe there's something else going on. Can you fill us in? Yeah, I mean, I well, I'll, I'll be. Listen, here's the deal. I just broke off an engagement a few months ago, and that girl and I, we've been together for nine years. Wow. And you were engaged I, for nine years? We were t- together for nine. Oh, sorry, together for nine, engaged for three. Oh, okay. okay. Well, even that's a long engagement. Oh, being with one that person is for a long, long engagement. Yeah. Long time. There were a couple makeup breakups in there. Oh, uh, okay. so are you guys like on again, off again? Well, yeah, but we were definitely off now. And after being in a nine year thing, I'm not looking to date anyone seriously right now. I'm just kind of looking for. You know, a good time just to hang out. And, you know, I went on a date with Christine. It was great. And I was giving her my best moves. And she was not, you know, 
taking the bait, if you will. And, you know, <laughs> she seemed great, but it was obvious she was looking for something other than what I was looking for. Okay, so you were looking for a hookup. You got yeah. the sense that she was looking for a relationship. He's dancing around that he was just trying to yeah, get. Yeah. Yeah. A, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, boy, and you hung in there for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> he was working it hard. Because you guys were together. She said that your date lasted three hours. Yeah, I was looking for signs that it was going to last longer, but uh, <laughs> it looked like it was going to end there. And I know this is like a kind of a douchey move, but I feel like it would be douchier to not be honest and like string her along. Right. Well, yeah. that's true, and <laughs> we do appreciate your honesty. Christine, are you still with us? Yeah. This kind of sucks, but I don't know why you didn't just tell me that. Well, how do you, know I, I I, you know what, Christine? I would love for you to explain to the men that are listening, if we're looking for just a hookup, how do we explain that, and when is the appropriate time to explain that? Probably in the middle of dinner. In the middle of dinner? While we were like... Yeah, while we were, like, vibing and everything was good and, you know, we're, like, having fun. Because I'm not necessarily looking for a relationship right now either. Right. And I like to have fun. And honestly, if you had just been straight up with me that night, I probably would have gone home with you. Wow. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought it would have been a pretty unsmooth move to have just been, like, hey... What are you doing right. later tonight? But see, this is why I'm asking these questions, Bill, because I, I, I don't want you to make that same mistake again, and I want <laughs> other men listening. Well, I think I have at least an angle you can try. You could say, hey, you want to Netflix and chill, because we've learned that from previous Second Date updates. That is that still a thing, Netflix and chill? <laughs> um, <laughs> now that everybody knows, it probably isn't. Well, because there's something else that struck me when we were talking to Bill a few moments ago, and Bill said, I'm just looking to have a good time. While that is an honest statement, I sometimes feel like that evokes negative connotations about a man's intentions. Well, it not just that. It isn't clear. It isn't clear. I mean, having a good time might mean hanging out a lot as friends right. and occasionally sleeping together. This is why I'm asking the ladies. Right. Or it could just mean, hey, I'm, you know, I like you. I, I just, I enjoy spending time with you. Can we just be friends? Okay. So the takeaway from this according to Christine, is in the middle of the date, right. in the middle of the dinner, that is the best time to say, you know, quite honestly, I am not looking for a committed relationship. I am looking to, uh, this is so, To enjoy so private time with a lady. This caterpillar roll is uh, really good at the sushi place. Seriously, please help us men come up with a phrase that doesn't creep you out or, or shut it down. What do we say besides Netflix and chill? I feel like if he had just said to me, like, hey, I'm having a really good time, and I think you're a cool girl, but I have to be honest, I'm just getting out of something serious. You know, I'm not ready for a commitment. I How about this? Being honest and straight up. Okay. How about this? I want to be really honest with you and let you know that right now I'm not looking to date anyone um, casually or seriously, really. But I have super enjoyed my time with you tonight, uh -huh. and I would like the evening to continue back at my place. Ooh. I would have slept with that. <laughs> Did you write it down? Uh, that's good to know. Pretend write I just that said down. that to you. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Bill's like, pretend I just said that to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got it on tape. <laughs> there you go, gentlemen. There we go. So does this mean we can uh, buy dinner for you guys or... Or are you out, Christine? How, yeah. What's your feeling I mean, on yeah, this? Yeah, what are we thinking Because it here? sounds like Bill's still in. Yeah, I'm down to have some fun. Excellent. Awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. 
Works. We've, we've negotiated a deal, Jen. I guess we certainly did. We're diplomats. I'm kind of digging it. Since oh, well, thanks for calling, guys. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. <laughs> you're We're so welcome. Yeah. Uh, and Christine, thank you for calling the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. You're welcome. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, don't hang up because we're going to set this up with you, Christine. So, Bill, you'll be hearing from Christine, actually, okay? Sounds good. All right, buddy. Thanks for taking the call, man. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, thanks. Talk to you soon, Christine. Bye. Bye. Okay, and Christine, you hang on. Okay. Cool. All right. Second date update. Here we go. It's a new year. I'm sure there are a lot of new situations going on in the dating world. A lot of things going on in January and yeah. February. Want to so, hear what happened over the holidays, too. Right. There's got to be some stories there as well. Yep. So give us a call, 513-749-2320, if you want us to do a second date update call for you. Or you can email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Wet. Cloudy, kind of nasty out there. The good news is it's not too cold. We're in the mid-50s today. Things turn cold tomorrow. But for now, it's 55 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. All right. Let's talk about words. Lake Superior State University in Michigan. They do this every year, releasing its annual list of words we should ban. It's the 42nd annual because they're just annoying and overused, these words. And there's seven best picks this year based on thousands of submissions. So these are, these are words that people have submitted that they're tired of hearing. Number seven. When you start a sentence by saying, you, sir, gotcha. followed by whatever it is that you say. You, sir. But you see that a lot. Out of your mind. In social media. Mm-hmm. Number six, on fleek. I thought that's that was last dumb. year. I don't know, but it's dumb. I don't hear it as much anymore. Do you I don't guys? either. No, that's I why think, I'm yeah, surprised I think it was that made last the list. Year too. I said it once and I was told I was racist, so I stopped. Racist? Really? How are you racist? I don't know, but I don't know what it means, so I stopped saying it. <laughs> Basically just means someone or something looks good. Yeah. Armchair advocates. Weird. Trolls. <laughs> Frankenfruit. Frankenfruit? Fruit that's been genetically modified, so frankenfruit oh. is a term. Gotcha. Uh, they want dad bod banned. They want dad bod to go away. I like dad bod. I'm, I'm still okay with dad bod, too. Yeah. Yeah. And as a man who has a dad bod, <laughs> I'm kind of okay with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm not really a dad. Uh, number three, Bigly, B-I-G-L-Y, which is a real word, but Donald Trump's campaign claimed he was actually saying big league oh. while he was running for president. I guess that would make a lot more big sense, league. wouldn't it? <laughs> big league. We find out now, right. many weeks later. <laughs> number two, guesstimate. And number one, post-truth, which is something people just started using last year, and we're already sick of it. Mm. So, Wow. Those are them. Some of those, you need to tell me exactly what they mean. I've never even heard of frankenfruit before. Have yeah. you heard anyone use that? No. There was a piece on, I guess it was CBS Sunday Morning or 60 Minutes, where they were talking about the unsubstantiated and um, overreaction to genetically mod- some genetically modified foods out there, and that term came up more than once. Hmm. That's the like only time I a, heard it. Like a grapeple, that apple that tastes like a grape would be a frankenfruit. I guess. Or the grapes that taste like, like there's grapes. Cotton candy. Yeah, oh, the cotton candy grapes. Yeah, yeah. Those, those would are good. Be- 
I have a personal one that I'm kind of, I wish that I didn't say it. Obviously, like is the big one, but how we start our sentences with so, you know, so I was at the store and it's just one of those things we all do that I just wish I didn't. Yeah, everybody's guilty of answering a question yes. with the word so. It's the beginning of all of our sentences now. I do it all the time. I know, it's hard. What one. kind of car did you end up buying? So I was looking at all these different models and, yeah. oh, that's another one is. And? <laughs> the one that Jacob yells at me for is well. Well? What do you mean? If somebody oh, asks well. me a question, I'll be like, well. well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mom, no well. <laughs> <laughs> I do that a lot. Well. 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 It's just me stalling, as I think. Yeah, I got to say, Fritchie, I was thinking about this topic, and that was mine. You, you took mine. Oh, so. so it was? That's hard. And everybody's doing it. It's hard. It's it's a hard one to break. I've done it, too, so I can't really point fingers, but. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. We all do it. <laughs> I do it a lot when I'm telling a story, because I use the so for... Obviously, this is what happened next. Or even when you start the story, it's like, so there was this guy and he was so hot. That makes more sense to me, though, than answering a question. Yeah. With the word. So a direct question. Mm-hmm. What did you have for dinner last night? So last night we had spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> See? It's <laughs> a hard one. It sounds weird, but we're all mm-hmm. doing it. Why yeah. are we doing that? I don't know. It's the Kardashians. Yeah. They're responsible for everything that's wrong. They are. I think Netflix and chill has run its course. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also this morning, a little boy was messing around with Amazon's Alexa <laughs> and asked her to play a song for him. <laughs> and Alexa misunderstood him and started rattling off porn results. Apparently, <laughs> we have audio. <laughs> well, apparently the kid was trying to say "twinkle, twinkle," but it sounded like something else. Lata, play ticker ticker. Bobby, can you talk to play wheels? You want to hear a station for porn detected? Porno ringtone. Hot chick, amateur girl, call no, sexy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Play it again. <laughs> Play it again. Play ticker ticker. He's trying to say twinkle twinkle, 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 but it's coming out different. You want to hear a station for porn detected? Porno ringtone. Hot chick, amateur girl, calling no, sexy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Alexa, stop! Everyone's reacting. No, no! And you know the kid's so little, he's got no clue, but they're getting all right. <laughs> worked up. I love hey, it. Hey, what just happened here? I know. I love the man that she's screaming no, and he's just like, Alexa, stop. <laughs> I know. How do you stop this thing? I guess you said tell her to stop. Yeah. It's funny. So, y'all heard that some guy climbed up to the Hollywood sign on New Year's Eve and changed it to read Hollyweed. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. They caught him on, sur- on a surveillance camera, but they cannot identify him because he did it at night. 
And that's actually not an easy thing to do because the Hollywood sign is up on this. It's on the side of Mount Lee, which is one of the Santa Monica Mountains, and it's you know, there are trails, but this is not on a trail, and it's fenced off, and they've got surveillance cameras all over the place. There's a, a Los Angeles police officer that's stationed there 24 hours a day. and So the fact that this guy was not, not, only, not only able to do it, but do so undetected is a pretty big deal. Plus, these giant letters are 45 feet tall, and they're on the steepest part of the mountain. So unless you're an expert hiker, a really climber. You can't drive up there. There's no way to drive up there. There is a way to drive up to the top of the mountain because there I mean, are there radio to transmission towers up there. Uh-huh. But it's there's not access to it. There's no public access to it. Now, at the end of uh, you can like drive up a certain distance, hike a bit, and then they will let you walk up it. Okay. But again, to get to the sign itself, it's all fenced off and they got cameras everywhere, so it's It's a trick. It's a trick. But this guy somehow not only managed to do it, but do it under a cover of darkness. How long has the Hollywood sign, which we came up to see, been been the Hollywood sign? I actually thought it was a joke or a hoax or maybe a promotion for a movie. And I just felt that um the only way I'd be able to know for sure is to come up here and see for myself. Interesting. Very interesting. We're not sure what they do out here in California. Yeah, it makes you wonder, first of all, how they did it, because, you know, it's just pretty it's pretty creative. And at the same time, you know, it's not my lifestyle, but I can still appreciate the creativeness and the artistry of it all. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Last time that happened, they said, I guess, it was 1983. That somebody got up there and did something? Yeah. I wonder, I mean, how did they get all those letters up there? If they're 45 feet tall... Didn't they helicopter him in? I don't know. They they constructed the sign was originally constructed in 1923. Wow! And it originally said Hollywood Land. Yeah. Hollywood Land was the name of a new subdivision that was built up in the Hollywood Hills, mm-hmm. and it's still if you if you drive up in those neighborhoods, it's still the Hollywood Land subdivision. It's the name of their homeowner association up there, I guess, or neighborhood association. Hmm. And over the years, the sign went into disrepair and started falling apart. I think at that time, the sign was made of wood. And I don't know if it was a storm or a fire or what, but the land part of it was destroyed and fell off. They decided they would preserve the Hollywood part of it. But then over time, that fell into disrepair and vandals got to it. So finally, the time came where the city of Los Angeles had to decide whether or not they were going to keep the Hollywood sign or just get rid of it altogether. They said, if we're going to keep it, though, we got to come up with a way to fund and maintain this thing because mm-hmm. this is getting expensive. And so they formed a trust that its its sole job is to protect and preserve the sign. I think it got national landmark status or something like that. Hmm. So they got the funding for it. They reconstructed. So now it's like this rippled sheet metal. Hmm. And it's all securely in place. And like I said, it's fenced off and they got cameras and stuff. And you can actually, they actually have a feed. Like if you go to hollywoodsign.org, they actually have a feed of the cameras. So if you happen to be watching, you, you might have seen the guy because they've oh, got the guy yeah. on surveillance video that's from overnight. Funny. They just didn't catch him in the act at the time. Hmm. Yeah, because you would think that's got to take him a while to get that up there. Yeah, you would think. 
And a lot of people assume that it's lit up at night, but it's not because I guess that would just be too expensive. So it's. Well, this definitely, if he wanted to prove the point that pot smokers aren't lazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Who knew you they know? had so much ambition? Seriously, look at that. <laughs> so much drive. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Meanwhile, uh, a baggage handler in North Carolina got trapped in the cargo hold of a United Airlines flight on New Year's Day. Did you hear about this? Mm-mm. I did. How scary is this? It's super scary because he had to ride for an hour and a half until they landed in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. He was fine, luckily. Dispatch audio there from the emergency services in D.C. getting ready for the plane to come down. Evidently, he's okay, and it was pressurized, which is good. I, I'm not quite sure how that works. Like, if you if you wind up in the baggage compartment, I would think the temperatures, if it's not, if you don't have the temperature control in the baggage compartment that you do in the main cabin, how potentially dangerous that could mm-hmm. be on a flight. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But well, I guess he's here okay. He just took that entire flight, and they have to go through all the security stuff. Like, is is it really him? I mean, I'd be like, um, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. I just rode for an hour and a half under this thing. Right. So, thank God he's okay. Thanks for yeah. listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.